We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, the show is all about that, and our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the key to building up wealth over the long term. And and by that, we mean putting away 10% at a minimum, plus your company match and your 401k plan, and, and build up the wealth over, <laughs> over the long term. And, and so... So if you're not on that on that plan now, now's the time to start up uh, and do that. Uh, when we started the show 10 years ago, the savings rate in the country was about zero. Now it, it's gone up. It varies. But we're getting in the 5% range, which is, is pretty good. Back in the, 60, in, the, in the 70s, 80s, you saw 6, 8% savings rate. And so, so what... So that that is the important thing in, in in a very unsettled world. That that's the key key to it. Uh, we got a, quite a bit to talk about on the show today. Uh, I, I don't know where to start. Uh, we've got Brexit. We've got the elections. We've got the uh, how to take money out of a four out of, out of your IRA rollover. We've got uh, some rollover questions. We, we we've got the markets up and down. We have oil. Uh, we we have uh, the d- massive debt bubbles in China. It, it's it's something new every day, and uh, it, and understand it's a very uncertain time in the world. It, it, it and, and and so you have to have a game plan in place to protect your assets. And and that's what that's what we talk about in the show. That's what we write about in our, our Max Out Savings newsletter and and, and uh, report, which is free. And that's what we do for our clients at Max Out Savings Advisors. It, and it all kind of comes through our our our, our, our thinking that, that it's a volatile world and uh, you have to navigate through it and you have to you have to you can't passively sit by and hope things are going to work out and uh, it, it's been one thing after another over the last ten years and it looks like it, it, it's 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 going to be rapidly changing over the next year or so so uh, it, it's going to be interesting uh, <coughs> I was. I was at the. Uh, I tell you what. Last night I went to the uh, Donald Trump rally, which was exciting. I just, uh, I, I was uh, held up a little bit, but I, I, I finally made it over there. And interesting thing, there was just gigantic lines to get into the place. And and the uh, Donald Trump arrived. Uh, you know, it was just uh, spectacular. Uh, the he is very populist overall. I mean, there's really no doubt he he's he's running a populist campaign, and he he lays out the case in, in, on so many levels, uh, with the border, with trade, uh, and uh, I, one of the thing, a couple things I think really seem to have changed him in when running, and in uh, a couple of them was really going through. I think going through the particularly the Northeast and seeing these shuttered factories and listening to people talk when he got out among the people. And and the other thing that I think really affected him was in New Hampshire when he listened to these stories about people on drugs and the drugs coming across the border. And and I think I think he supported the wall. I think he support was was supported limiting immigration. And 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 I, I, I but I think once he's in, in free trade, but I think once he really he wanted to uh, fair deals and stuff. But once I think he hardened his position to some extent 
because he saw the damages being done around the country. He 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 made the made the 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 comment that that the border patrol uh, was for the first time has has uh, backed him. Uh, Donald Trump up. And, you know, the point he made is, look, these guys have it pretty easy. They just sit by and let all these illegal aliens pour into the country. They don't have any risk at all. They're basically asking to make their job more difficult, but they, they think they need to do their job. And 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 you, I think this election has changed Donald Trump. And what Donald Trump is doing, what I think is a lot of people don't realize is, is he understand, understand <coughs> excuse me, he understood understands that that Ronald Reagan had to go over he had to go over congress's in the media's head to the american people to get things done i mean this is something that's not well understood you know uh, when when Ronald Reagan came in there he was going to start a nuclear war and that was going to be the end of the world exactly like Donald Trump he was an actor a b grade actor and you know it was just unbelievable which is kind of the same thing as a reality tv sh- show host today people didn't understand that Donald that Ronald Reagan was i think he was head of his union at one time acting union and he was he was uh a governor uh, in California, in Donald Trump, and, and they, they forget with Donald Trump, he's built a huge number of buildings and runs a pretty big business empire. And so they're very simple people, but they both realize that they have to have the backing of the American people. The press doesn't clearly doesn't like Donald Trump, and the establishment doesn't like Donald Trump. They, the, the establishment has, has spent their entire lives building in amassing power, and all of a sudden that power and their wealth is is affected. And and, and, and and quite frankly, the establishment has really sat by while we've lost millions of jobs and the American people's standard of living has gone down remarkably in this country over the last decade. And, 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 and it, it's getting worse and to the point that the American people are genuinely frightened. So here comes Donald Trump. I, I, I thought he, he, he made a good case in the speech. Uh, the the people a lot of young people at this at at, at the uh, thing a lot of young people uh a lot of it, it was a really good crowd uh Donald Trump you know i think one thing that i think disappointed Donald Trump a little bit was he goes is there anybody not voting for me and he's looking around hoping some heckler is going to come up and nobody does anything and it, it was it was interesting uh the uh Protesters, uh, they, they had protesters. The, the protesters weren't near what what they thought the protesters were going to be. I, I talked to a number of, of of the of the security people on this issue, and and uh, and they they really weren't that many. And surprisingly, there weren't that many Mexican flags. I think they've kind of realized that. Uh, waving the Mexican flag around is not a way to engender support when you're, you know, in a presidential election for the United States on either side. But uh, it, anyway, interesting, uh, interesting thing uh, coming up. Uh, the uh, uh, they brought up radical Islam, and uh, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know what to say about that. Donald Trump really seemed to get underneath uh, Barack Obama's skin when he when he 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 blamed the the uh, attacks in in Orlando on. Uh, on, on radical Islam, I mean that really upset Barack Obama, and uh, he's he's very confident that it's all about guns and and and, and had nothing to do with that, and 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 really it was disturbing. It was yeah one of the few times it was generally disturbing to listen to Barack Obama, who has his fingers on the nuclear weapons, go off on Donald Trump and defend and launch into a defense of of Islam. I to me that was genuinely disturbing I, 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 on so many levels that uh look if, if you can't how do I say this if in it, back in the 1930s if you look at history the there was a there was a number of people including senior political people in the United States that supported Germany. As simple as that, they didn't think, hey, the Germans aren't that bad. Well, you know, they're just trying to get come back and they're struggling and, and uh, you know, the, the Nazis aren't that bad. And they supported him in this country. And we're seeing history repeats itself. We're seeing these people coming out and said, look, radical Islam is not radical Islam. It's really guns and, and, and radical Islamists really aren't bad guys at all. And that's simply not true. The... 
I mean, it's it's mind-boggling. I was just talking to someone here at the station that was in Afghanistan, and and her comment was she was in Afghanistan as they treat women basically just a couple levels above animals over there with Islam, in radical Islam, and, and and that that's just one example. They stone gay people over there, and yet these people want to come into this country and institute Sharia law, which is violently anti-women, anti-gay violently anti-Christian, and and they want to supplant the Constitution and the law in the United States. And how anybody in this country cannot understand that that is a material threat to the United States of America is absolutely beyond me. And, and it's it's almost on the level, if you, if you can't call out radical Islam, you're on the same level as Nazi sympathizers in the 1930s. There's no other way around it. I, open your eyes and see evil when it's right in front of you. And I, I don't understand it. I, I, it's, it's astonishing to me. And, and so it's it just open your eyes. It's not the gun. It's the religion. It's ra- the radicalized religion. And, and it's not upon us. I've said this before. The Muslim people have got to clean their religion up, and they have to throw out the people that are radical Islam. If they, they need to throw them out, and they're unwilling to do that. And, and this has gone on for year after year. We lost 3,000 people in 9-11, 3,000 Americans. We spent $2 trillion in the last two. And by the way, those are conservative numbers in, in thousands of American lives and tens of thousands of Americans wounded. And, and, and to this day, why have we not declared war on ISIS, al-Qaeda, and radical Islam? We should put a red line around this. And if you're supporting these people, you should be out of the United States of America and you should be put on a list. It's simple as that. Open your eyes to the evil that exists in the world today. Now, we'll try to get back on to savings and investments. The couple things this week. We've got, we have oil prices. We, we get a lot of questions about oil. And the oil price went up to $53 a barrel. It went down as low as 27 It's come back up to 53 the, This is a big question we get a lot of people in Houston. Here's the good news. At 50 bucks. The companies are making a lot more money, and 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 a lot of them are in. You know, they're at least not going to go bankrupt. When oil went from fifty down to twenty seven, a lot of the oil companies had to sit there and put in another round of layoffs because they they're like, oh my god, we can't afford this. Now it's stabilizing. Oil stopped at fifty dollars. Here's the reason why. A couple reasons. There's mat, uh, the 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 Chinese were soaking up huge amounts of oil on oil-based loans, which we've written about in our Max Out Savings Report, which means they lent money, $10, $20 billion more to some of these countries and said, look, just pay us back in oil. And the oil companies are like, hey, this is a good deal. At $105 oil, we'll just use so many barrels of oil. We've got all this money to spend. What a deal. Well, when oil went to 27 went to 30 hours they had to spend three times three times their production and it was flooding and then they had to pump twice as much to try to stay ahead of the game it was flooding the world with oil in february the chinese restructured a number of those loans that's what put a bottom in in oil prices it's now up to 50 here's the interesting thing at 50 a lot of these companies make money in addition the banks, which are lending to these companies, are calling up and going, look, guys, we're at 50. Who? We thought you were in trouble. We were going to have a bad loan. Why don't you hedge out your positions, You know, hedge your oil sales out for the next year or two? That way, if oil goes back down, you're still safe, and so are we. And so you're seeing a lot of that. And some of the old companies just going, look, hey, we thought we were going under at 27. Why don't we just you know, cover our bases here at 50 and sort of see see what's going to happen next. And so there's a lot of hedging hitting in the market. The curve has gotten very flat. And so I think oil is going to stay, at least for the near term, around 50, probably in a range between 43 and 53 over the next you know, five or six months, and then we'll, we'll sort of have to see. At, at $50, the oil companies start adding oil rigs. You're seeing that. The rig count goes up. It'll go up pretty quickly. Under 45, the, the, it's, it's going to be a problem. So I think we're in a sweet spot for oil. So the, the good thing is we're in much better shape than we were 
three or four months ago when all was at 27. It's a, it, it, we're in much, much better shape in Houston. The other thing is rig costs have come down, so it isn't hurting them. So the $50 is something a lot of these oil companies can live with. Now, I think at this level, a number of the oil stocks are probably a little ahead of themselves near term. But th- this is so. some thoughts on the oil business. We get a lot of questions on this on the show. Uh, people email me at the office, and I, I just wanted to cover that. Now, tell you, we're coming up on a break here on the Max Out Savings Show, and we'll be right back. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Sam Malone for Brinkman Roofing. Look, when it comes to protecting your family, your home, from the elements, your roof should be your top priority. Top like the roof. Brinkman Roofing is family-owned and operated, a family that has been the most trusted and reputable name in roofing for Houston, the Woodlands, Galveston, heck, all over Southeast Texas for over 40 years. Brinkman Roofing has become synonymous with quality workmanship and a fair price. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Brinkman Roofing is a GAF Master Elite contractor and can offer warranties for workmanship for up to 25 years, backed by the manufacturer. That's something less than 3% of contractors in the area can actually provide. Brinkman can install all types of roofing products, such as tile, metal. They can even do solar panel shingles that can help you pay your electricity bill. Call today for a free, no-obligation estimate for your roofing needs. The number is simple, 281-480-ROOF or online, brinkmanquality.com, brinkmanquality.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Jay Sekulow gives free legal advice to Donald Trump. Let me address the judge, sir. If you're dissatisfied with a judge in a case, what you do is you file a motion to recuse. I've done it. I've done it successfully sometimes. Sometimes you're not successful. But don't attack the judge personally. That doesn't advance the situation. That's my advice to Donald Trump if he wants it. And he probably doesn't. But if he did, that's what I would say. The Jay Sekulow Show, weeknights at 8, right after Larry Elder at 5, on AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. And uh, we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. The... You know, I wanted to talk retirement. We we do a lot of retirement planning at, at, at our max out savings advisors, and we tend to take we we tend to sit there and break this down in pretty simple parameters for people. And the with retirement spending, there's really three three stages of retirement spending when you retire. And and if you look at it, it's it's there's the honeymoon phase. There's there's kind of a normal spending time, and then there's the the latter age after the age of seventy five when when things slow down to some extent. Ted, let's take a call from Tom. Hey Ted, how are you? Good yourself, Tom. I'm fine. Hey, just this uh, Brexit's been so much in the news, and and you hear all these different opinions about is it good, is it bad. Uh, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Do you, first of all, do we think it's actually going to uh, you know vote to to exit the EU? And how does that affect us? I'm so confused. I pretty much try to ignore the whole thing and not do anything. But I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are on how that comes out, how it might affect us, and maybe what we should be planning to do about it uh, finance-wise. Yeah, okay. That, actually, that's a good point. That, look, that's the big thing happening next week is on the 23rd, the Brexit, the British vote rather to, to exit the EU. When this thing first came out, everyone kind of laughed it off, and it was kind of like Scotland was going to leave England in it, but what started happening is it really started gaining traction in the polls. 
and and the uh, the the the, the te- London Telegraph among a number of papers that the, the London Times has backed it, it wants to stay in the EU, but the Telegraph, which is a big business paper over there, they, they're one of the bigger business papers. They came out to leave the, the EU, and, and and this is kind of split. In the most recent voting, I, I've gotten uh, – I, I was just actually look, running over some numbers. They did a, a, a poll, 52% want to leave, 32% want to remain, and 16% are undecided. So this thing is – and people are kind of relying on, on the, the betters, the, the betting lines, which tend to be pretty accurate, saying they weren't going to stay in. Now, Tom, they're not real sure uh, – Toss in that a member of parliament was was shot uh, the first time in 20 years, and, and, and then people thought, well, that's going to get the sympathy vote and they'll stay. But we're not real sure right now. In the, in, in a lot of the polling's looking like it, it, it's going to go. Here's a couple things to think about. If 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 they leave the this European Central Bank and the British uh, the the Bank of England uh, have have stated that they're going to flood the system with money to make sure everybody there's enough euros and enough pounds for everybody which is is very similar to when we've seen some stuff like Y2K and we we saw uh 9/11 those type of things they flooded the system with money so i don't think it's going to cause a I, I think the markets around the world are very weak right now due to a slowing economy in if they exit, it's going to be negative initially. But I, 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 I think they're going to throw so much money into the, into the picture that that it could push up stock prices. It's going to try to stabilize stock prices. So their strategy is to kind of do a flood the system with money to 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 uh, save things. I think things are slowing down globally, and and, and I think if it, if it gets voted in, it's going to be negative. If the, if the, if the Euro, if Britain decides to leave the, the European Union, it's going to be negative near term, and it's going to cause a lot of turmoil around the world. Even in the U.S. here? Yeah, and, and look, if that happens, the big winners are going to be uh, U.S. government bonds and the dollar. Because people are going to go, I don't know what's going on with the euro. I, you know, at least the dollar, I have sort of some idea, and, and so it's going to help out United States bonds, the United States dollar, and and it's going to put somewhat of a bid under U.S. stocks. But the problem is, is we're so near highs, and 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 we're getting so much macro deterioration and a slowing in Europe and China. In, in a presidential election coming up, I still think there's going to be pressure on the dollar. So if 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 they vote to leave the euro, the big winners are going to be are going to be the U.S. dollar, uh, U.S. Treasury bonds, and gold. I guess my thoughts are Europe's already so screwed up, uh, and it seems like they're already flooding it with money. Is, is this going to really even make it worse? Yeah, I, I think it is, and the reason is is pretty soon the 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 Italians might be leaving the euro. If the euro, if the EU wants to save themselves, the European Union, they're going to have to become. The world is going very populist. Look at Donald Trump. You have to really be very cognizant of what the middle class and the working people are experiencing, and really take actions. In in the European Union, makes the United States Congress look like they're really in touch and doing everything they can to help out. I mean, yeah, sad but true, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I want to get your comments on that. It's certainly been in the news a lot, so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's coming the 23rd, and it, it, it's a really big deal. I mean, people did not think this thing had a chance, and they're very much shocked how much uh, support it's getting. Yeah, we might have to talk next Saturday and see how it came out and what the effect was. Yeah, no, I think so, Tom. <laughs> it's going to be – this thing is so volatile with the, when that uh, – what was it? Joe Cox, the uh, the member of parliament, was shot and killed in, in England – the pound rallied because people thought there was going to be the sympathy vote. In the in the and by the way, the the the, the Standard and Poor's also rallied. Uh, the S and P five hundred rallied almost to the minute that it was announced. And 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 so, th- th- what that tells you, if this fails, then uh, then the dollar is going to gain strength. Probably the U.S. the the U.S. market's going to go down, and it's going to be the dollars gain strength, bonds and gold. Okay. Well, very interesting. Thanks. Okay. Thank. Thanks, Tom. Have a good day. Bye. Good question. Uh, and that, that's with the Brexit. Brexit is simple, a shorthand for British exit of the European Union. You're going to be hearing a lot about that next week. Uh, so the we're t- talking some about, if you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. Three stages of retirement spending, the honeymoon stage, the normal stage, and then the the 
late cycle after 75 stage. In during the honeymoon stage, people tend they're like, "Oh wow, this is great. I I have I have nothing to do every day. I can travel, we can go travel and see the world." <clears throat> and so they tend to spend a lot of money traveling. They tend to go uh they tend to do things. They come up with projects. They they uh, buy vacation homes. Uh, they uh, people go on round the world trips, uh, the cruises, things like that. They tend to actually spend up a little more than the normal spending level at their retirement. And then after about five years or so, that that the people tend to slow down. They've kind of done. They've hit everything on the bucket list, and. Uh, and 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 they they tend to slow down their spending to more of a normalized pace, which is typically much less than than when you were spending when you were working. And they they've kind of they've 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 checked off a lot of the boxes. They're happy. They're content at home, and they just enjoy retirement. And 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 one of the the final stage is really uh, the third stage. Actually, in the final, the third stage is is really just once they hit like seventy five. In some cases, it's, it's they they tend to really slow down a lot more. They tend not to spend money, not to travel as much, and the spending will drop. There's some statistics out there. The spending will drop 25 percent from what your normal spending level is at retirement, uh, and 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 that is just because they're happy staying at home. They're happy, uh, you know, staying around the house, gardening, doing uh, things like that. They don't. They're not as big into travel as much anymore. And uh, so those uh, th- those tend to be the 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 spending level. So initially a high spending level, uh, then which is your honeymoon phase, then the normalized spending level, which is that typically tends to be six sixty five to seventy five in that range, and then seventy five seventy seven somewhere in there later, where really the spending just drops off and people are, are just content staying out, hanging out with the kid, the grandkids, things like that. At the house, uh, so now you have to work in inflation in there, and inflation can chew up can chew up a lot of your income, and that's one of the things that you, that you have to guard against. and And this is why we really always like to see to have the house have a home paid off, where you're not renting or anything, because it's better because rent will go up over time. If you if you if you own a home and you have it paid off, you lock in your taxes at sixty five. They won't go up anymore. You 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 lock in your you don't have a house payment so so that amount goes down, and uh, and you and you want to lock in as many expenses as possible. And one of the bigger ones you can really lock in is is the house. And and whereas if it rent rent one of the one of the the biggest increases in the inflation rate has been rent. Rent is really just skyrocketed around the country, and so if you own your house, you're immune from that. In over a twenty twenty your time frame it's nothing for rent cost to triple so if you lock that in it makes a huge difference now there's also there i've seen some studies that there's actually a fourth phase which is if medical illness comes in and you really have high expenses where you have to deal with that uh that that can sit there and get that can get you in trouble with with high medical cost, and this is one of the reasons why we really encourage people to to work on the on their on their health as much as possible with the exercise. We really encourage our our clients to do as much exercising as possible, stay in good shape, because because it, it extends your life, it, it it reduces stress, and it also increases in, it improves your health. And healthcare costs can really eat up. A, 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 a retirement budget. Yeah, that, that's probably the biggest danger. Uh, some of the studies say you're going to spend over a quarter of a million dollars, uh, $275,000 just on health care over your lifetime at, at retirement. And some of them I've seen have been th- $375,000. So the healthier you get. And, and so this is why if, as long if you can stay out of a home and different things like that where the expenses really start going up on it, you the better you better off you are and so you manage at retirement you manage your expenses you manage your health that's the other, i mean people people are pretty good at retirement managing their expenses the health is the other one they really have to watch eat well come up with the plan eat well and exercise those are the keys to to good retirement and, and and that's the key to a good retirement lifestyle and a happy retirement lifestyle. I, I remember the years ago, uh, 
I was in Greece and, and we were talking so up in up in the mountains in Greece and, and the comment was one one of the people made was is the little old ladies they used to before they had cars they'd have to walk up and down the hills all day long and they'd live to be a hundred years old. <laughs> and now, you know, they're more out of shape and it does, they don't do quite as well. But uh it's that exercise that's the key. So something to think about. Now, if you have any more questions or comments, 713-339-1070 on the Max Out Savings Show. By the way, we just released our most recent Max Out Savings Report. We talk about what's record 5,000-year lows in interest rates. We have a chart on that. We found a chart on 5,000-year low interest rates. It's in the Max Out Savings Report. We also write about ad blockers. Uh in many countries in Asia, the majority of the people are using ad blockers. On mobile phones here in the U.S., only 2% of the American people are using ad blockers. And even on computers, we're lagging behind in the United States on ad blockers. And with the advent of video and video ads, it's important to have an ad blocker. So we write about what that is in the Max Out Savings Report. we got a lot of good stuff for retirement. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Every July, freedom lovers of the world gather in Las Vegas for Freedom Fest. It's what the Washington Post calls the greatest libertarian show on earth. Last July, over 2,500 people showed up to network and celebrate liberty, including Donald Trump, Steve Forbes, and Senator Marco Rubio. This July, keynote speakers include Salem Radio host Larry Elder, Senator Rand Paul, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and more. Take part in sessions like the ever-popular Global Warming on Trial, also a special gathering by the Women of Liberty, and a three-day investment conference with Peter Schiff, Alex Green, and Mark Skousen. Don't miss your chance to win $25,000 in prizes in the Pitch Tank, organized by Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. It's the largest gathering of free minds. Will you be there? Now is the time to join us at Freedom Fest, July 13th through the 16th at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. Go to FreedomFest.com. That's FreedomFest.com to register now and save $100 by using the code SALEM, all capital letters, or call toll-free 855-850-3733. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This week in the Town Hall Review, America awoke to yet another terrorist attack on her own soil. We cannot ignore the fact that what's motivating these people is not a political ideology. It is a religious, spiritual, warped ideology that calls on them to kill the infidel. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. If you missed the big stories this week, you can catch up with Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings and your retirement as always. And uh, we had a, if you've got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 right here in the Max Out Savings Show. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, where to go? Okay. So we, the, we, we were just talking about the three phases of retirement spending. The honeymoon phase where you're going to spend more. The regular retirement, uh, which your normalized spending phase, which is the longest. Actually, that you know that really is not the longest because I, uh, in, in the later stage, which is about seventy-five, where typically your spending drops about twenty-five percent because you've really done everything you can and just kind of want to sit around the house and play with the grandkids and hang out. And, uh, that's at seventy-five. Here, the, the problem is 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 that 
the numbers, the research says you have about a 25% chance that one of the, that it, you or your spouse is going to live to 95 years old. That, that means that this is a long time, and you have to manage those retirement assets to grow over time and to avoid inflation because the real enemy of, of, of retirement is inflation. And so understand the, these are some of the different phases you go through. Uh, the, the biggest risk is you do the honeymoon phase goes on for 10 years of constant traveling and everything else. And pretty soon you start running out of money. But uh, it's uh, that's that that's that's one of the things that you have to be very cognizant. The other thing I, I wanted to cover today, too, is we get this question a lot uh, about which 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 pool of money should I pull from? They, typically, retirees have a couple pools. They have their IRA rollover. They have some savings in the bank, and then they'll have another account of, of some other money elsewhere. Maybe they inherited some money or or, 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 or uh, whatever. And it's, where do I, which pools of money do I pull from? And the power of compounding, of tax-free compounding as such, is typically you want to pull down from your your non-qualified money, and qualified money is simply an IRA, a 401k plan, uh, a, a Roth, th- those type of, of programs or th- that are really uh, that, that, that are protect- where you have protection of, t- of tax-free growth is what I'm trying to t- say here. Is, and so that tax-free growth is very powerful. I, I saw a study here that said if you can get – the bar is 4%. So if you can get – if your asset – Outside of your IRA is yielding four percent more than the one inside. You should take it from from the one, the IRA. So if you if you have an asset yielding four percent more than your normalized return the, of your whole portfolio, then it, that's the bar. So you're getting about a four percent advantage. Look, I think in this low interest rate environment, the number is closer to three percent. But you're picking up about three percent if you really look at some of the numbers over time. Of, with this tax-free growth. So what you want to do is pull your money out of your bigger pools of non-tax protected money. You're, 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 so you don't pull from your IRA, you don't pull from your Roth, you, you pull because the, or your 401k. Those are growing tax-free. That's very powerful. Remember, what did I just say earlier? You've got about a, a 25% chance that you, want, you or your spouse are going to have to use this money for 30 years. 30 years of tax-free compounding is massive. Remember what Warren Buffett did? Warren Buffett, when he first started out, people forget about this. He bought an insurance company. Why did Warren do that? Warren Buffett bought an insurance company because he shrewdly realized that he could park his assets in the insurance company and tax shelter them and not have to pay taxes under the guise of the insurance. Warren Buffett has always been all about uh, not paying taxes. Warren Buffett will, Warren Buffett will sit there and, and buy a, a big chunk of a major company and then swap the stock for, for a division in a tax-free exchange. He hates paying taxes. The secret one of the secret Warren Buffett's one of the great value investors of all time. One of the real secrets to Warren Buffett is people forget this. He he does anything he can to pay taxes. That's why he can famously say that his his secretary pays more taxes than him. But I digress. So what you want to do is your strategy should be to be like Warren Buffett. Leave your money in your IRA rollover, your four hundred one k plan, those qualified plans. Let them grow tax free. Take the money ahead of time. Now, here's one of the risks that you run into is that what we see a lot of people come to us and they'll have a million and a half dollars in their plan, $2 million in their plans, and then they'll have $25,000 in, in their checking account and not much money elsewhere. In that case, you don't want to draw down too much, too much. You really want to have enough living expenses outside of your plan that if any emergency comes up that you have access to it. So after saying you should first draw down your your taxable money first versus your tax free, you really should have enough that you could live on for a year or two outside of your plan, or at least a year to be on the safe side. And so this is something we oftentimes see people, particularly with the big oil companies, have millions of dollars in their retirement plans and, and not a lot of money outside of it. And so in that case, you're going to have to manage that because. The other reason you need that, two things. They could somehow lock down the IRAs and not let anybody take very much money out. And I think the more likely scenario is 
you a car uh, your car breaks down and you have some big expense and you have to take out 25 or 30,000 additional out of your IRA that jacks up your tax rate uh whereas uh if in that type of emer- emergency situation if you take out take it out of your other your 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 uh your taxable account that if you that doesn't you're not spending you're not adding thirty thousand dollars to your adjusted gross income now say if you've drawn down it too much maybe at the end of the you take some out this year and then you take some additional out the next year to manage your your taxing so understand having a pool of money that's taxable on the side allows you to manage your spending uh versus your taxable adjusted gross income and that's those are two different things when you're retirement because because the money you take out of an IRA uh, a, a, a IRA rollover is taxable the money you take out of your checking account is not doesn't doesn't generate a taxable bill so something to think about and and those are just some some things we're going to be writing about some of this stuff in our max out savings report uh, where where to go with the markets you know we've looked at the markets and uh <coughs> the it's interesting the the if you look at the European markets, they're off about many of them are off fifteen to twenty percent off the top over the last year or so. Uh, if you look at the Japanese market, it, it's it's kind of the same thing. Uh, the Chinese market completely fell apart. The U.S. market is up near all time highs, and really things are kind of deteriorating. And and a couple things are happening. Number one, we're the best house in a very bad neighborhood. So. It's not that it's not that we're in such good shape. It's that everyone else is in such bad shape. But what we're seeing is we're seeing some real deterioration starting in 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 the markets overall. If you look at the stock market, it's done nothing for well over a year now. It really it's gone absolutely nowhere. Uh, it's been up and down and and just no return at all. Uh, and it's starting to break down. The S and P and the and the Dow are underneath the fifty day moving average. It's just somewhat of a of a of a somewhat of a warning sign, but it, it's just it 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 it's really gone nowhere. Uh, a couple things are happening. The ten year Treasury this week was trading in the one point five five. The this is something we've been talking about on the show. Is one of the best places to be has been longer term Treasuries now. You know, you got to be really careful in here. We're, we're doing pretty well in that sector for our clients, but we—I've got to be very cognizant that this thing could go up the other way real quickly, and 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 we're and we're now doing the work on what happens if we have a Trump presidency versus a Hillary presidency. We're gonna, most of our planning is going to be on the Trump presidency, but uh, but rates are probably not going to stay low. Right now, everybody, we, we have a world of negative interest rates uh, around the globe. We wrote about that in the Max Out Savings Report. So if I'm getting negative 10-year rates in Germany, it's just fractionally negative where I get no return over 10 years in a German bond uh, in the boons, the the 1.5%, 1.5 per 6% in U.S. Treasuries doesn't look that bad. And so, but you got to be you got to be very cognizant. These are record low rates. We wrote about this. We put a chart in the Max Out Savings Report showing five thousand year lows in interest rates. So, so understand the Treasuries are breaking down. That's not a positive thing for the market. When you have your ten year going to near near breaking down near lows of a decade, that's a warning sign. People buy Treasuries for two things: liquidity and safety. And it doesn't yield a lot, but it, it yields a little more than everything else. And so they're flocking to safety. Gold. The biggest winners this year has been gold in the gold stocks. Huge winners. The why is that? That that's not because people are so confident. That's because they're worried. And so understand the world today is we got a market that the best performers are long term treasury bonds and gold. That's signaling economic slowdown. Okay, in our markets at high levels. That you could see some changes. By the way. We're coming up here on this is the last segment. If you got any questions or comments, now's the time to get them in. 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. It is something to drink. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Uh the uh so so so, so 
the markets are telegraphing something's wrong. Now, the S&P 500 saying, hey, happy days are here again. I mean, look, the economy's booming. Things are good. So one of these two things are wrong. Either the gold in the treasury market is wrong or the or the or the stock market is wrong. One of the two. We think we're de- dealing dealing with an economic slowdown. And, and and so what you're seeing is is that that the the stock market we believe is going to catch up to the to the to the bond market into gold and we think you're going to see some type of sell off. Almost every other market in the world, across, uh, across the world, really has had a, a, a pretty substantial sell-off over the last uh, six nine months, and we had one, and then it rallied back up. <laughs> one of one of the reasons the big stock buyback programs here, but but we've looked at the, the research says that the PEs is sixteen seventeen, which is not really high. But if you look at price to earnings, I mean, excuse me, price to cash flow, PE's price to earnings, price to cash flow, and if you look at price to sales, it's one of the highest markets in history, and that's why, and I, and that's why we think you've got to be exceptionally cautious. That's why we believe you've got to have a plan in place to protect your assets in this environment. And 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 and, and we, right now we're we're at a higher, much higher level of cash than normal, just because of that. And, and when you have very very high, uh valuations, and you have tremendous amounts of uncertainty, that's a bad combination. Let me tell you something. In 2009, it looked like the financial system was going to collapse. And But if you were willing to sit there and stand up a little bit, you could get some really good deals out there. You could get 8 9 10% or more on really high-quality bonds. You could you could buy stocks at 6 at five, but not six, eight, eight, nine, ten times earnings. So, hey, if you were wrong, you were going to lose some money, and it got much worse. But you had a chance to hit some, to hit the long ball. Yeah, same thing in in uh, happened in uh, nineteen ninety nine, actually two thousand two thousand one. I mean, the valuations got just really cheap. Uh, when there was a panic in nineteen ninety eight, there was a panic globally that culminated in the collapse of long term capital. If you stood up and took the other side of those trades, you did phenomenally well. But you really have to be, you have to have the cash to be in that, and uh, and, and so understand the the world we live in. You it, you have to have cash to do that. Right now, we're in a situation that look, there's a lot of uncertain, a tremendous amount of uncertainty. Is the is the England going to leave the the European Union? We'll know next week. Who's going to be president? Donald Trump, Hillary, or will it be somebody else? Nobody knows. Uh, China, China's debt's gone from has has increased seventeen trillion dollars, a, a amount bigger than the United States, Japanese, and German banking systems combined in the last seven or eight years. Their debt levels are out of control. So there's a lot of unknowns. Investing in that world, I'm being asked to sit there and pay top dollar prices in a in a moment of tremendous uncertainty. That is a much tougher trade, and this is why you've got to sit there and, and have cash available to do things and to and to manage your assets. And and so understand that in a world of very expensive assets and tremendous uncertainty. The risk return is not real good. It's like you're sitting at the plate and you're you're up against a pitcher pitching throwing 98 mile an hour fastballs. You know, you might get lucky and hit that ball, but it's better to have a you know a, a an A you're down at the A uh, class A and the guys throwing much much uh, slower balls and they're actually going right across the plate. Those are a heck of a lot easier to hit the home run than, than, you know, hoping you're somehow going to get lucky and get the other one. And that's the world we live in. You got to be extremely good and and, and precise to sit there or you're, or you're going to be dealing with big losses and understand in those type of risks, that's when you want to pull back. Why should you be taking a risk? Let someone else take the risk. If you're going to take a risk, you take a risk to make big money or you take a risk because you want to set up your assets to get good levels of return over the next five or ten years. You don't take a risk to sit there just because because uh, it looks like a good idea and, and, you, and, and if it works, you make 10% in your money. I mean, that that gets much, much more difficult. And so you have to understand, you have to put together a portfolio and understand your risk and you want to have if you're fully invested and the market sells off 20 25 percent 
or 30%, you want to have the cash to do it. And what good does it do you if you have to sell an asset that went down 30% to buy something else that's on sale down 30%? You're basically trading apples for apples. And whereas if you the market goes down and you take your cash, you just bought something 30% cheaper. And that's the key to risk management in, in hedging portfolios. And that's what you should have with your with your, your portfolio. I think the time of sitting there in, in, in uh, S&P 500 ETFs is over. Look, if you look at the, if you look at the at the if you overlay a graph on the S and P five hundred and overlay it on top of a Federal Reserve quantitative easing, it basically moves dollar for dollar. Uh, and the only the closest correlation to stock market performance in the last decade has been quantitative easing. And that's all coming to an end now. And that's why you're seeing the markets go nowhere. And that's why you've got to be cautious and that's why you've got to take your shots. So any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. We covered stocks. We covered bonds, uh, high-yield bonds. I'd be careful with them up here. They've recovered. We're still not a big fan of high-yield. Uh, I'd like to get in emerging markets. Uh, we're kind of watching to see how that's going to play out with the Brexit. If the dollar gets real strong, that's going to give you your, 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 your some opportunities to buy things. Uh, we had a caller earlier ask about the Brexit, which is the – uh, what some of the advantage? If the dollar gets very strong from that, uh, then it, and the euro falls tremendously, that could give you a chance to go and buy European assets cheaply. Look, what tell you the wild card in the world today is really money. There's so much of it out there; it's extraordinary. And 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 that the real. The, the real bullish case that's out there that people don't really even understand, and I, I tell you the one thing I think that keeps the Fed up that no one talks about that really, really worries them is one of these days all this money that they poured into the system just catches fire and assets price explode upward, and that's something we'll cover another day. But if if in a land of infinite money, uh, then if that ever goes one direction, you're going to see a massive move on the downside or the upside. And that's what we're going to watch. But for now, there's there's no way this uncertainty is going to come, is going to clear up for the next, up until probably the presidential election. And that's going to be your most uh, toughest time. Tell you what, a couple things. We write a lot about this stuff in the Max Out Savings Report. If you go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, that's maxoutsavings.com, you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. We just sent out our most recent one uh, this week. We wrote about uh, uh, we wrote about the uh, the uh, fi- the five thousand year lows in interest rates. We put a chart in there so you can see it. We also talked about ad blockers. How most people don't have ad blockers in this country, and how that's a big threat to the internet, and wh- how you can add and put on an ad blocker. Uh, and also, you can. Sign up for a, uh, to sit down with me, and we'll show you how we manage money using our value investing approach and overlay a risk a risk based analysis program on top of it to protect your retirement assets and to grow them over the long term. So, if you need some help, go to the website and visit us at Max Out Savings Advisors. Well, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And remember our motto: it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Don't you sleep. Calling out the exit sounds like This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer.